I think I think I am kind of scared for the world to end. What I mean, basically, Vladimir Vladimir Putin, right? He's a nice guy. He's a real good dude. Real real fun guy. We got the meme of him uh, riding shirtless on the horse, and then also the time he played hockey with the national team. So he's a fun guy because of that. But he also has refused to sign a policy that many other countries have, which is the um, no first strike policy. I believe that's what it's called. I hope I'm not making myself no first use, maybe. Anyway, what it says is nobody in the world is supposed to ever launch the first nuke. That's how we would avoid it, right? And uh, this guy, this fucking guy, he's saying, hey, hey, I want to keep it. I want to keep it. So uh, America, Joey B, Joey Biden, a.k.a. Kamala Harris, because the guy is eating jello in the back room of the White House, not doing anything, decided not to sign it either. And so now we're back into the Cold War. Vladimir Putin has threatened multiple times that if the U.S. or NATO get involved, he's thinking about nuking. And that is that is really just setting in for me now, I think, um, because I was maybe in a little bit of denial, not going to look at it and stuff like that. But you go down a YouTube rabbit hole <clears throat> and you see just how ridiculously easy it would be for it to happen. And you start to get a little bit scared. So there's the first of all, we have two countries that uh, have been, you know, the two of the world's top superpowers, if, if you can count Russia for, for that, I guess. Russia, let's take the nukes out of it. Markel, have you ever seen an inst a Russian Instagram video? Have you ever seen one? No. It's horrifying. All it is, they take the hottest girl that they can find and then a really, it's always a creepy looking skinny dude, like the most stereotypical Russian dude you could ever think of in your life. And he basically lightly sexually assaults her. And the girl's like, what? and it has a million views and a million comments from Americans and, you know, the rest of the world that, you know, just somewhat normal people are going, what the fuck is this? And why does it have, why is it this popular? I'm not, yeah, what the hell? I started out this episode being slightly concerned about the nukes. I'm more concerned about Russian social media. That should be the, that should be the first priority, but then, but then very closely after that should be the nukes. So basically you have two countries that have been at this since nine, since the 1970s, it dies down a little bit in the, you know, in the past two decades. And now there's the situation going on with the Ukraine where Russia is invading and NATO and the US are like, holy fuck, dude, they're kind of doing some some Hitler-esque shit and we don't like it. Um, Russia's stance on it is that, you know, the Ukraine was theirs in the first place and that NATO and the US surrounded them, right? So that's basically what a crazy person would say when they have one of the biggest countries in the entire world, but it's fine. It's fine. Maybe just let the Ukrainians be and uh, go fuck yourself, you insane senior citizen. However, it doesn't change the fact that we're in this situation. So 
basically, um, I went down a, a rabbit hole and I've been taking a lot of edibles lately, which uh, it's just a public service announcement. Don't just don't eat the whole bar, you know, whether, whether it's, it that applies for Xanax or, or medical marijuana edibles, a hundred milligrams. I'm a guy who smokes a lot. Markel, would you say I'm a guy who smokes a lot of marijuana? Yeah. Can Some would say that. too much. My, my uncle once sat me down, my uncle who was a meth head for 11 years, once sat me down and said, I've never met anyone that is this addicted to pot. No, like I generally think you have a problem. Like, oh, it's, I, we're past that. There's 20 hours of content talking about that ridiculousness. However, I have been tripping out on edibles lately, and I went down the, uh, the nuclear war rabbit hole, and it's pretty fucking terrifying. I started out with one of those basic videos where they just had the shittiest animation ever, but they give you all the facts. And it's, it's always a white guy's voice who sounds like, if we were to have nuclear war, what would be the first step? Well, you'd probably look outside and see a flashing burst of light. And then your mother's face would fall off. It's like, it's the most, it's, I don't want to have a cartoon explaining this. Okay. Can I have, can I have Michael Caine or at least somebody like, it doesn't have to be Neil deGrasse Tyson, but can I, can I have a, a somewhat serious black guy explain this to me instead of some dude that sounds like he's trying to sell me life insurance? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a weird way to start the rabbit hole. Anyway, anyway, that's how I started the rabbit hole. However, it kept going deeper and deeper and darker. And what I found out from that first video is basically if nuclear war starts, right? One person launches a nuke at the other one. We're all so intertwined that there is a chance that there would be multiple nukes launched at once, which I mean... The, the light side of that is the millions of lives that would be lost instantly, like within a flash, okay? The other side of that is if it doesn't stop, if the nuclear bombs hit somewhere around 50 to 75 to 100 that go off, life on Earth is, is pretty much over. If you hit somewhere even, even well before 100, that's the magic number where people always uh, discuss something like nuclear winter occurring. But even, even if you had something like 20 nuclear bombs go off across the world, the effects of it would last hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years. Basically, what would happen if all of those went off at once? Like if everybody just started launching at everybody because, you know, you just took out 30 million of our people. Of course, we have to send one right back at you. What would happen is... Anyone who survived, anyone who went underground or who somehow survived the blast, they were far out enough, would have their skin start rotting off from radiation. They would immediately run out of food as soon as all of the canned food in the world was, was eaten up. And then there'd be no way to produce any farming, uh, agriculture, anything like that, because the sun would be completely blocked out by ash because everything will be completely destroyed and melted. That would last for somewhere around 700 to 1000 years before life would just come back at some point. The fact that we are even discussing using a, a fucking nuclear bomb, I mean, 
uh, you can say whatever you want uh, on the podcast for entertainment purposes. Maybe this is a joke, but I hope the guy gets shot in the fucking head for that shit. That's it's it's unbelievable. Okay, and then you have um, another country, which is us. And we're supposed to be somewhat level-headed and sane. That's what, that's what we're at least supposed to carry ourselves as, civilized. We're not. Why you would then challenge a clearly insane person. The, Vladimir Putin is not only a narcissist, he's a sociopath. The fact that you wouldn't just go, hey, man, it, hey, man, let's just, let's just take it back a little bit. This is a person with a loaded gun to your head, and now you just... You just pulled out a loaded gun out of your pocket, hoping they're not going to fucking shoot. Okay. He clearly, I mean, it was an opportunity to join the rest of the world and go and look, we, we don't, uh, we're never, ever going to be the first people to do it. Okay. And on the other side of that, people would say, Hey, you know, there could be a mass terrorist attack that doesn't involve nuclear bomb or anything like that. That's what Joe Biden was saying or what he was told to say actually. But he, he said, you know, just in case we are attacked first, uh, you know, so, something uh, that's not nuclear, if we feel that we have to come back with a nuclear bomb, I guess we will. Um, I think that we we probably probably shouldn't do that on, the, on account of the fact that uh, we would lose millions of lives, best case scenario, and then human life would cease to exist. Worst case scenario. Just, just I want to just end this topic on one thing uh, from a paper I read from Stanford uh, University, actually. I'm a smart guy, I read college papers all the time. This is from Martin E. Hellman. Hiram Maxim, the inventor of the machine gun declared only a general who was a barbarian would send his men into certain death against the concentrated power of my new gun. But then they did. In World War I, the machine gun often mowed down tens of thousands of men in a single day pretty fucked okay we didn't stop with a machine gun we have a fucking crazy person running a large section of the world with nuclear weapons unless the entire world decides we're just not gonna we're just we're all gonna sign this and nobody's ever gonna be the first to do it which nobody will pay attention to but it'd be nice it'd be nice it's like it's like when you have a drunken argument with your family, okay? And it goes a little bit too far. And you both, you sober up in the morning and you realize, hey, man, I said some shit. He said some shit that made me say, that's why I said the thing about this, you know, and then the thing, and then you said the thing, and I was like, thing? And you promise it's never going to happen again to each other. But, you know, you're going to keep, you're going to keep drinking, drinking a lot together on Saturday nights with your cousin, with your brother, with your mom and dad, whatever. Right. And eventually that's going to happen again. The same way we keep stockpiling nuclear weapons and not giving a fuck. It's going to, it's going to, at some point, it's going to happen. Um, so that's been freaking me out the whole week. Markel, you still awake? Yeah. Like, just think about it. What if Putin just wakes up and he just has a bad day? And one day he's just like, yep, I'm going to press the button. There was a great quote. Um, fuck, I can't remember where I, I even read it or who said it, but it was a journalist who was an expert on the, you know, on Russia and the shit that's going on over there. And they said, uh, he or she or they said, Russia's nuclear policy is whatever is going on in Vladimir Putin's head at that moment. 
And there's not a better way to describe it. And it's so fucking terrifying, man. I'm in the Uber on the way to work and these fucking people are texting me. Uh, do we know about the scheduling for, uh, for July 23rd of 2023? It seems that there's a 15 minute discrepancy with Jessica and she is a member here. It's like, guys, there's, there's a man there's a man in the middle of an isolated, disgusting, weird country with his finger on that big red button. You're going to have to forgive me if I don't give a fuck. Um, that's, that's enough. That's 23 minutes on nuclear war. Markel, I believe that there was uh, something we could move on to next uh, by a man. Uh, 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 Andrew Dick. Who is this guy? Um, comedian, 56-year-old comedian. <laughs> I, I believe there was an article. Can you read that article for me? Yeah. The Orange County Sheriff's Department said Dick, 56, was arrested after deputies responded to a campground area of a park on Wednesday. Oh, my God. I, you know... I don't know very much about Andy Dick. I've pretty much only seen him in other TV shows that he was guest starring in, or you know, he's playing a character of himself, which is makes him an icon already. Or you know, I've also seen him do stand up and things like that. I, I I don't know if he if he was doing something uh, uh, weird with underage people, but it would be very very funny to think of Andy Dick as a uh, camp counselor, like a Boy Scout counselor. And it's just quite literally, <laughs> it would be, it would be, I'm not even being uh, uh, homophobic or an asshole right now. It would definitely be a red flag if you dropped your son off for a weekend at Eagle Scouts four hours away and the guy who's checking him in goes, oh my God, are you Michael? Michael, I love that hair. Oh my God, get away from me. Is this your dad? Oh my God. Like that, that's quite literally what Andy Dick sounds like in every, in almost every moment of his life, if he's not completely sober. And it's very funny to me to imagine him as the, uh, as the head camp counselor of the Weebelows. Was there anything else on that article? Well, his bail was 25,000. It must have not been that bad then. I, 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 this was that, that was a bit. I was doing a ha ha. I don't think he's a pedophile or anything. It would be but like, funny. In the past, he was accused of groping a male ride driver in West Hollywood in 2018. All right, let's, let's relax. Who, who amongst us hasn't tried the old trick? You get in the Uber and you pretend you're a little bit, you're a little bit drunk and you just sort of stumble into that, into that driver's seat and you grab a little piece. Grab a little piece. Who amongst us hasn't groped a rideshare driver? You know what I mean? Um, it's, 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 they don't care. They don't care. Uh, any, any time that it's, if it's not a rape and you're a celebrity, you're going to get away with it. Don Lamont, however the fuck you pronounce that guy's name, does uh, 90 minutes of him almost crying on CNN every night. And he did the same thing to do it at a nightclub. So, I mean, it, nobody gives a fuck. Um, and I don't, I don't know a lot about Andy Dick besides the fact that he was very much a big celebrity for some time. I think he was on E! News and 
then he had some sobriety problems sort of was out of the business for a while. And then he was just such, just uh, good friends with people that he started appearing in all these different shows in like the late two thousands uh, where he would play himself. And I always thought he was really good in those. So it's definitely disappointing as shit when you hear stuff like that. I mean, if there's no more details right now, I'd assume you have already read them. Is there any more or do we just know the bail? Uh, pretty much. You just said he pleaded not guilty and he's going to take yeah. it to trial. Yeah. So th- then I do feel, I do feel bad about the, um, about the, the we below joke I just made. I, do, I don't think uh, Andy Dick is a pedophile for the record. You know, when, when, when I'm on Rogan one day and they try to play this clip, but it's, <laughs> I, I'm going to deny the whole thing. Um, let's see. What, what else, what else do we got on the list? Uh, the price of Bitcoin has plunged as low as $26,595 Thursday morning. Wow. Oof. Now, now listen, somewhere somewhere in america that's a song i think um somewhere in america there is a father who one night uh waited for his wife to go to sleep waited for the whole family to go to sleep he's got a daughter and uh and uh, they got one more kid on the way they're not they're you know they're gonna wait to find out the gender because they're fun you know this is a fun couple but the guy's a little, he's a little bit off. He had a little bit of a gambling problem in, in college. Now he just, he stays away from the whole thing. Okay. But then he found out about Bitcoin and talked to, he tried, he tried to talk to Sarah about it. That's his wife, Sarah. He tried to talk to Sarah about it, try to talk her into it. And Sarah's being a dumb bitch and she's just not going with it. Cause that's what dumb bitches do that. Dumb bitches don't know. Right. Right. And that's what Josh is thinking. He's like, fucking Sarah, man. Cause that's his name. This guy's name is Josh, Josh and Sarah. And he's thinking to himself, fuck dude. I just, I've explained it to her. I have all this fucking research. I have all of this data that I can just fucking literally put onto a table because I've printed it out like a murderer, uh, like a psychopath. Um, and, and, and she just, she just doesn't get it. I got, I got to do what's right for my family. And he goes, he goes, he takes that card out of the wallet. It's in her purse because she, you know, they talk about this. He's got the problem. And he goes and he steals that wallet. This is 2 a.m. And he gets in their Prius and he's driving, he's trying to back it out slowly. It's a it's an electric car, so it goes goes slowly and goes quietly. And he backs out and he's driving to the bank and there's just beads of sweat. He's shaking, he's shaking, he's shaking, but he knows he's right. He's just upset that that Sarah might find out. And he gets to the bank and he takes it all out. Takes it all fucking out, dude. Drives to some shady storage unit. But it's a shady storage unit, but the guy that's there, he's legit. He's legit. He's some 19-year-old that sells Xanax and does Bitcoin. They call him the Bit Wizard. His real name is Brian Brian uh, Kaleso. It's a very white name. That's his real name, but they call him the Bit Wizard. And Josh goes, look, man, this is all I got. It's 19000 my wife and I talked about it and we decided we were going to save it for our daughter's college, but I know that I'm going to be able to fucking quadruple it this year with Bitcoin. And the bit wizard goes, I shall grant that wish. He says some weird shit like that. Cause he's on acid, even though he does Xanax all the time. So it's fine. He just appears normal and creepy. He, he then, he then takes that money and we flash forward to the week of May 11th, 2022 
And this man has nothing. <laughs> this man has nothing. Dad is not going to college. Sarah, Sarah found out about it. They're getting a divorce. She's already banging the physical trainer because of the bit wizard. It's a sad thing. It's a very American thing. So you think, and I uh, you think this whole cryptocurrency is like gambling? Yes, it is. You, you just told me it plummeted, correct? Yes. Um, yeah, so I don't want to say that I'm happy that that man lost his family. But I am glad that he'll shut the fuck up about it finally. I mean, I did, I did a bit about this a long time ago. It had to be a year ago on this show. I mean, the people... And I said this, this is my quote, comedic genius. You know, I have a mind for the people. The people who talk about cryptocurrency talk like they know Elon Musk. They talk like they just got out of an unreleased version of the Tesla. I just, just hanging out with Elon. Million dollar memes. Uh, he's, he's making money for every tweet and, and fucking God, whatever the fuck. They just, they talk so far up their own assholes. And so, you know what? I'm sorry if you lost tens of thousands of dollars on it, but if you lost a thousand, like shove it up your ass. I, I, I got so annoyed by the people going, no, dude, no, dude, Dogecoin. You don't understand. You don't understand. It's going up, dude. I actually just put four grand in and I'm thinking about doing eight, but then I might get out and like, 2023 because that's when that's predicted to be the peak but the next peak will be 2027 like shut the fuck up you don't know what you're talking about man it's it's absolutely right. it's asinine like, it's just people who regret it forms and stuff think they yeah. don't like i mean for real for real and you know there's the the people who the people who are smart are the ones that get in on it and know when to cash out. There are people that know how to do that, but there's also these people who are like, it's going to become the currency of the future, dude. You know what? When you're trying to pay for your McDonald's with cash and they won't take it anymore because Kamala Harris is ruling the entirety of North America, I'll be the one fucking buying your McFlurry. It's like, dude, I, I don't want to hear this. Like, you're a fucking retard. Um, yeah, it... I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I, and you know what, uh, three months from now, it could it's probably shoot back up and they'll, they'll be like, yep, he, it was, he's an idiot. Exactly. <laughs> See, I told you. <laughs> um, yeah. What, what, uh, what do we got next? Um, I don't know. You got anything about breaking bad? Yes. Yes. I recently started, uh, rewatching breaking bad and I've, I've got to say, the best show of all time. Um, I hear a lot of people say that the, the term overwhelmed by choice when it comes to trying to pick a TV show. And there really, there really aren't that many. Um, there are good TV shows. And the fact that people will just, you know, the fact that when I go on to the illegal streaming site that I use, uh, which will probably result in the FBI breaking into my home. Um, when I see that below deck and uh, American Horror Story, Bob's Burgers are the top trending shows, it blows my fucking mind. I, I've just been, you know, I've been watching Breaking Bad and I've, this is the third time after I finish it this time, this will be the third time all the way I've seen it through. 
uh, it's been years since the last time I watched it. I finished it for the second time when I was in 10th grade. So it's, you know, it feels a little bit newer, but as I'm watching it, you know, it's a show from 2008, uh, the jump between 2008, as far as technology and different shit like that, um, the ability to, that companies have to market and try and pick the best, best shit that's going to make people go, oh, I want I'm obsessed with this show. The fact that they were able to do that in 2008 and they can, they can almost never do it right now, it's depressing. Um, it really, the reason I wanted to bring Breaking Bad up as, as a topic is because the state of television and movies right now is horrible. It's, it's depressing. Um, as Americans, we've got, we've got a lot to be embarrassed about right now. Okay. We have really for the last two decades, we've been doing some bad shit and we, we've been letting, letting things slide on the home front a little bit as well. Let's be honest. Things have gone downhill a little bit here lately. Okay. The fact that one of our, one of the best things in American culture is, is, is our entertainment. We, we make we straight up like i'm biased because i'm an american but i think you would agree with me we do make the best movies we make the best music uh we had you know we have the best shows all of that shit we just historically we always have and then you get to the year 2016 2017 and just it just all falls the fuck apart i would say that 90 percent of television right now is unwatchable uh i agree the, the next five percent is just meh and then the five percent of it five percent of movies and tv shows that come out right now are good like they're that they, they give you that feeling of holy fuck like this this is art this is this isn't somebody just didn't just make this so that they could get a check from netflix uh so that some 16 year old would would jerk off to the the celebrities in this show this is somebody that's actually written a script and like had a whole fucking story go together and that's that's really all I wanted to say about it was there are a list of shows um, that if you are not watching them, then just go fuck yourself. Because all, all you ever hear is people saying, uh, I, I can't find anything to watch. I can't find anything to watch. Well, that's because all of it sucks. And you just, you just need to uh, be less of a dumbass. I'm trying to riff here while I find the, the picture I have of all the different all the different movies here. Markel, what's your favorite movie? Um, I'd say The Dark Knight. Nice. That's probably my second favorite, honestly. Probably probably tied or something. What's your first? Pulp Fiction. Um, it's just the shit. It's just the goddamn shit, you know? Really one of the best uh, of all time. That's because Tarantino is the greatest of all time. Sorry, I was looking through my phone there. I just want to give a, a couple of suggestions of, of shit. I'll, I'll give one of each genre that each genre that I have. Okay, so let's start off with animation. What's an animation show that I think not a lot of people have seen yet? Archer. Archer. I don't understand how this is not everybody's favorite show. It stars John H. Benjamin, the greatest voice actor of all time. I mean, if you start this show, be warned, you will binge it. And that guy's voice is so dope. It will become the Jiminy Cricket in your brain for the next week. And you're going to enjoy it. Um, let's see. Uh, comedy that people probably haven't seen too much or that's maybe less common. 
oh, here's a good one. The Eric Andre show. I feel like it fell under the radar because the shows are, the episodes are so short and they're very, a lot of them uh, are fucking crazy. And it was not, it was on Adult Swim would come out at one in the morning, that type of shit. Definitely check out the Eric Andre show next time you're baked. The newest season came out like a year ago. Um, If you're looking for something drama wise uh i immediately have to uh recommend better call saul if you've already even if you haven't seen breaking bad better call saul is a prequel to breaking bad so you could go you could go right in from there and then you get breaking bad right afterwards uh if breaking bad is a nine out of ten i give better call saul eight out of ten um let's see let's see let's see and then nostalgia wise if you were born in 1998 i could pick one for my kids shows list here Go back and watch. Go back and watch some iCarly, dude. Don't don't go watch the new one where it's like you know they, they did a. I don't know if you saw this, Markel. They they made a uh, reboot of iCarly with some of the same characters. Sam is not in it. Jeanette McCurdy plays Sam. She's not in it. But I think Freddie is trans in this one. You gotta be kidding me. Yeah, no. So so he's trans, and I'm I'm watching the trailer, and my. I, I felt a little blood flow. I felt a little blood flow down there. And I go, I go, is that Freddie Benson? And Markel, I'm not, I'm not proud of it, but I finished. Definitely finished. Uh, only watched that, that first, uh, first episode for trans Freddie. I'm kidding. It's not, uh, he's not trans in, in the new, in the new one, but um, I was disappointed um, that Sam was never on it. Uh, for the new one, because that's that's mainly the reason I'm not watching now. When I was a child, I was a pervert because I was exposed to pornography at the age of 10. Um, so I would constantly uh, masturbate my little penis to the thought of Carly and Sam uh, eating each other's assholes. And it was quite enjoyable, I would say at the time. It's totally legal, totally fine, because I was 13 and they were like 16. Um, but I really was hoping for that in the reboot that I could have that uh, nostalgia a little bit again, and it looks like it's not going to happen. Markel, what was your favorite TV show as a child? I don't know. I had a lot, but one of my favorite ones was Ed, Ed, and Ed, Cartoon Network. Legendary show. Legendary show. Those um, guys are hustlers. That was he found a way to get a fucking job right there. That there was an era, there was an era where you could you could make fun of special needs children on um on kid shows. And the fact that they got away with Ed just talking, oh, I will go get the lemonade. (laughs) Of course, double D. Like it's 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 hilarious, yes. Uh, but but also rough. There was a lot of dark shit in that show. Um that's what you do. You, I think we should go uh, watch that. We should go watch that next time we uh, FaceTime. That'd be pretty hilarious just for old time's yeah, sake. Yeah. Ed, Ed and Eddie was the shit. I loved it because my parents did not want me to watch it, but they never, they never had any idea because it was always on in the middle of the day. And so <laughs> I would just, I would always get to see a little bit of weird shit happen in that show that, that one kid that walked around with the plank and he had that. Oh my ring. god! That kid made me so uncomfortable. Jimmy or some shit. Jimmy or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Hi guys. Hi. <laughs> like he always had some really plank. weird. 
mental Plink. health shit going on and it was i i didn't like that where's Plink? Um, <laughs> that's i think that's a fairly good impression uh i'll just i'll throw one more out there just for the sake of it while we're on the fucking topic here go watch the fucking boys all right seriously what oh fuck what a great show go watch the boys it's about um a, a group of guys who try and stop evil superheroes um basically think of marvel but way less gay uh, we're running out of time here. I want to start another recording, so we're just get, we're going to cut it right in the middle here, and we'll be we'll be right back. Okay, folks. Thank you. All right, we got it back now. It's the 40-minute Zoom time, ladies and gentlemen. You can uh, sponsor the podcast by going to Venmo.com slash... No, I'm just kidding. Um, let's see. What do we? What else do we got here? Uh, there was some drama that happened uh, this, this past week between this podcast and, and another one. Um, very, very exciting for me. I One of my favorite podcasts, I owe them a shout out, The Dirty Sports, starting starring Andy Ruther and Joe Prano, two comics from Los Angeles. I guess Andy actually lives out in Ohio right now. But uh, basically, I've been listening to these guys for like six years, and I've talked about them on the show before. They've given me a shout out on their show before I plugged my podcast. But this week, I called into their show and uh, called out all of their... They call them the dirt balls. The, the show is the dirty sports. The people who listen is the dirt balls. We, I, we don't have enough people that listen to this show to pick a name for you guys yet. But anyway, all of their calls basically just sound like if Joe Para was lying down next to you talking about uh, his favorite fast food, like every single dirt ball call just sounds like, uh, hey, hey, guys, uh, it's Joe from Indiana, Joe Para. I actually do that show on, on Adult Swim. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Um, you know, a lot of debate in the sauce world this week. What's better, barbecue or ranch? Thanks, guys. Uh, you have you have a you have a good uh, you have a, a, a good day. Bye. Like that. It's it's that, but it's a ninety second version of that. Okay. That probably felt like three minutes. What I just did there was 15 seconds, guys. And what I was pissed about is these are these are two comedians that I, I, I love these guys. They're awesome, right? They make a great show. When I started listening to Dirty Sports, I was, I was in the worst period of my life. And I still listen to it now when I'm finally starting to be happy and getting shit together, all that shit, right? It's really, it's really important for me, the whole show altogether. And so the way I saw it, is Andy and Joe do the dirt ball calls, not because it's entertaining. There's definitely great calls, but most of them were getting to the point where it's pretty bad. And so I felt that the dirt balls were sort of taking them hostage and going, hey, what am I called, man? I'm a consistent listener, which is exactly what I did, but I don't sound like a fucking, uh, you know, brain dead person when I did it. So I called in there 
And I said, Hey guys, you know, they, they, they play the, the calls because they want us to keep listening. Obviously they're not, they're not playing it because they're interested in what your thoughts are on movie theater, popcorn versus microwave popcorn. It's fucking ridiculous. Some of the shit people call in with, and I'm not even talking about the random stuff. There was a bunch of people that called in response to my call and said, Hey, the randomness is, is the greatest part of the show. I could have made a lot of jokes about that, but what I'm more, what I'm more saying is like, don't, don't talk like you're, like, like you were talking in a, what am I trying to say here? What am I trying to say, Markel? Don't call a podcast where thousands of people are going to listen and it has to be 30 seconds of audio and sound like you're lying down in bed uh, sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like with the mad stutter. Anyway, I just, just, you know, real quick, just so I can, uh, exact that's, that's, you know, the starter's fine is I have pretty much a uh, self-induced one from all the drugs and chemicals myself, but you know, at least, at least I don't, at least I make it interesting is all I'm trying to say. And just before we get off the topic here, I understand this is probably interest uninteresting for a lot of people who don't give a shit about other podcasts. Um, but here are the time codes for anybody that wants to go listen. Okay. I'm, I'm going to do it real quick. I promise we have, this is, the Dirty Sports Podcast, they gave me five minutes worth of plugs. It was actually very funny. So we have episode 827 at an hour, 29 minutes and 16 seconds. Episode 828 at 52 minutes and 18 seconds. Episode 829, one hour, 13 minutes, 37 seconds. I understand that a person with a job and, a, and maybe a kid you know, uh, would, would hear this part of the podcast and go, Oh, that guy should kill himself. Oh, 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 this guy should end his own life. The fact that he just cared enough, the fact that he was embarrassed, but also forced himself to read the time codes where his podcast was talked about on an unknown <laughs> podcast that was slightly bigger than his. That's mind blowing. This man should drown himself in a river. I get that, guys. I understand. Um, anyway, I just want—I just wanted to one more time go listen to Dirty Sports. If you no, like comedy or sports, it's the shit. Those guys are very, very funny. Um, you know, go follow them on Twitter at Andy Ruther and at Fix Your Life for Joe Prano. Um, thanks again. If uh, if you guys happen to hear this, I know you're listening, Andy. Andy. Uh, I think there was um, something on the on the list next that we had something something Bo versus Dane. Now are these are these two guys? Is I think Bo, it was Wall Wall versus Raid. Wall versus Raid. This was oh so this was a new uh, a new Mortal Kombat character. This this is uh, this is this is Wall. He's a he's some sort of. I'm imagining a black guy with a haircut that makes you feel kind of slightly racist when you see it um, just because it's so crazy because it's buzzed off on the side, but then there's three locks going straight down the middle um, versus uh, some <laughs> dude named Raid, which is a trans version of Raiden. It's not going to be hot because Raiden is very <laughs> old. Um, anyway, anyway, I, I, I might have had that wrong. I'm fairly certain fairly certain it was Bo versus Dane and it was a fight that got that uh happened at at the local babes uh sports sports bar in Lakeville that's a funny joke for the boys back home Markel what, what are we talking about here bud 
Uh, well, it seems like uh, right now I'm looking at this Washington Post as woe versus raid repeal looms. <laughs> let me let me start that over. As Roe versus Wade repeal looms, video game industry stays mostly silent. How do you feel about that? I am outraged. Do you know what they're referring to right now? I believe so, yes. I can't, I can't fucking believe this, Markel. This, Markel, do you remember Treyarch? Yeah. Dude, so for any listeners of the podcast that, that don't remember Treyarch, right? They invented Nazi zombies. They came up with the Notch, their Untolten map, which was the very first one, arguably one of the best zombies maps. And then Call of Duty fucked them. They bent them right over and they, and they stuck it in them. And they, they, it was a very much a, a, a Roe versus Wade case. I'm kidding. Just everybody relax. That was a joke. Um, what what they they had it taken away from them okay they were out of the picture at this point treyarch was going to release a new game that was going to be the exact the exact world of war zombies okay it was going to be the original four maps but instead of zombies it was going to be pregnant women you ha- you were going to have to shoot them in the stomach and i thought that was a very bold move by treyarch i was very excited to, st- to start playing Call of Duty Mobile on my cell phone again. These goddamn fucks. Whoever, whoever runs Call of Duty right now, uh, I have too much sex to know. Whoever is running Call of Duty right now, literally, it, they keep putting zombies on Call of Duty Mobile and then taking it off two months later <laughs> because they, a billion-dollar company, can't figure out how to make it exactly like it was in 2007, which was the best version of it, which to me, uh, kill yourselves, guys. What the fuck? I'm so upset that we won't get to see this new Treyarch game. Um, that it, you know, there was going to be, instead of the, you, you, Markel, you remember the Schmeagles, correct? Yeah. Around Definitely. round nine, when you shoot a pregnant woman in the chest, the, the, <laughs> the unborn fetus pops out of the of their pussy and it comes out real like like the whole thing explodes right like very very call of duty very gory nazi zombie like and it's runs straight at you and then um and then you have to instead of killing it you have to um deal with the fact that you murdered an unborn child um anyway i guess i guess that's the same thing ruined the joke at the end there However, uh, that that was not uh, that was not true. I was uh, for anybody that got worked up there. I was actually kidding that Treyarch was not going to release a game like that. Markel, I feel like I interrupted you in the middle of the article. What the fuck does this have to do with the video game industry? <laughs> uh, not a whole lot, really. I mean, it's just like the newest article. Where pretty much, uh, Bungie stood up. Let's see what they said. So um, Sony purchased Destiny 2 Studio. Bungie now is Bungie, is Bungie the, I feel like that's the cousin of Casey Anthony, correct? This is Bungie Anthony. She's an Italian woman and she's standing up saying, my sister made the mistake of killing her three-year-old in a pool with duct tape around her face. 
I think that you should that you should be able to have an abortion. I am Bungie Anthony, and I think that you should be able to have an abortion. Is that correct? Bungie published a statement in support of reproductive rights, calling Roe vs. Wade's demise a blow to freedom in America and a direct attack on human rights and prompting fans to donate to reproductive rights focus, focused organizations. I'm gonna I'm gonna cut Markel a break here because Markel, for God's sakes, he's two hours in advance. He's in Minnesota. So he is like it is quite literally 4:30 in the morning for Markel right now, and he's ready to be done. I had him look up all these different articles uh, while I just went off into tangents as he's trying to research them. He he asked he I he did what I asked him to do, and he he found an article, a most recent one on Roe versus Wade. But this reminds me of that Dave Chappelle joke where he's talking about in 2001, right? He turns on the radio right after 9-11 happens. And the first person that, that he hears come on to Fox News is Ja Rule. And he goes, he goes, all I could think was, what the fuck want to hear from Ja Rule at a time like this? <laughs> like, like, I don't give a fuck. I don't know who Bungie is. I, I, Bungie? I, is that a cleaning? Is that a cleaning product? Is that like, is that the no, third one? Like there's the Dawn, Tide, and Bungie? You played Halo, right? Um, yes. The people who developed Halo. Okay, I gotcha. So they, so they are a big deal then. Okay. Yeah. Oh well, my goodness. Funny as hell. That, that, that is, that is good. Honestly, I'm <laughs> not even, that. I'm not even shitting on you right now. That, that is <laughs> No, hilarious. I know. Like who gives a fuck about what the game <laughs> industry has to say about it? Like, <laughs> we're staying silent. Oh, oh no. God. So as far as the Roe versus Wade thing, um, I, I, I have a friend who uh, started just listening to the podcast and she's, she's going to be, I don't know how she's going to feel about this, but I, ever since the Roe versus Wade uh, being overturned or not overturned, got back into the news, I've been, I've been trying to reassess what I think about abortion because I am, uh, I would say definitely pro-choice, right? Like I, you know, there's certain situations in life where, um, you know, every once in a while, I'll, I'll walk down the street and go, that guy should have been aborted. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, my God. He's got, oh, my God. His arm is inside out. Yeah, it probably should have, well, you know, it just probably wasn't legal back then. But um, anyway, I've been trying to reassess what I think about it. And for the past five years, I've been very, very on the side of, hey, man, it's, uh, her body, her choice. But what I've been thinking about lately, and this is going to upset it's going to upset the, the girl who just started listening to this. Um, shout out to Becky with the strong arms. She's going to fucking hate that I said that. Uh, but I don't think that when it has, you know, once you get to that, that third trimester, once we're, once we're, once we're around uh, six months and it's got ears and arms and legs and uh you know it's it's eaten and shit like that and it's you know it's a baby um probably probably shouldn't kill it then you know uh probably probably too late at that point um i i'm trying not to steal tim dylan's bit right now but he had a hilarious bit trying talking about this um 
And he kept saying over and over again, he kept saying, ladies, let's keep it under three. Ladies, let's keep it under three. Can we keep it under three, ladies? And uh, I think what he meant is don't have more than three abortions in your life or you got issues. Um, Also, you know, get it when it looks like an alien. When it looks like the mixture of a tadpole and um, a monster, get it then. Get it then. Uh, this is not uh, this is not filing your taxes late. Okay, you don't just get to go. I might have to. Pay, I might have to pay a fine if I don't get it done by. Uh, well, they got the extension, so I mean, I might get to get it done by June second. Yeah, I could talk to my guy. This is a baby, so probably don't. Probably don't wait. A lot of the um, a lot of what people have been saying about you know, the, the argument of how far along you can be when you have the abortion is, um, I, I lost my train of thought there. Uh, when you're, when you're thinking about how long, how far along you could be, I was going to say a lot of people start thinking about, well, there are people who work 60 hours a week and shit like that. Right. Uh, and they got, you know, they're a single mother and they, they, for just once, just once I, it's been a year and eight months with COVID since her name's Diane, since Diane went out and Diane's got this sweet little boy. His name's Robbie. He lives at home. He's eight years old. And Diane, she, God bless her. She works 60 hours a week. She just tries as hard as she can. Right. Um, all of her life is dedicated to this kid, making sure there's food on the table, making sure he at least gets some new cleats once, once a year, maybe not every season, maybe once, once a year. Right does well for him but she breaks her back to do it it's her her friend her friend what's her friend's name what's her friend's name brianna oh god it's brianna so brianna and uh markel what was the mom's name that i was just talking about oh i forgot it jesus fucking christ markel we're gonna pick a new name Brianna and it was, it was Diane ruined the whole joke. Brianna and Diane were, were best friends in high school and they were both equally hot. Okay. Brianna was just a slight, like a tiny bit hotter. Um, but she, she's still hot now. Like she's, you know, she's mentally ill because she still posts arguments on Facebook, but she still looks good. Like her, she's got a pretty face with minimum amount of wrinkles for their age, which is 40. And, um, she's just, you know, she's trying her best uh, to, to, to keep staying hot. And she's doing well for her age. She comes back into town. She's like, Diane, oh my God, it's fucking going to the bar. Like I haven't seen you since the reunion. Oh my God. What year? What, what even was that? What year? And they, and you know, she annoys this woman, this poor woman who breaks her back working every week, uh, to just barely afford to be able to take the kid to the doctor once every two years. Um, She's got to go out with this chick, right? And she realizes she's starting to have a little bit of fun. You know, at the beginning, she's like, ah, oh, it's kind of, you know, it's not really my scene. I'm not, I'm old. I don't really go out anymore. She starts getting a little bit loose, you know? One white wine turns into three white wines. Now it's four. Now she's a, you know, she's a chick. That's how it works. They get double as drunk. And some banging dude comes in, all right? So he's got, I got tattoos, gigantic arms. He's got that facial hair that nobody likes except for depressed women. And uh, he's got a big cock, dude. You can see it right through the jean. It's hanging out. He's got one of those that hangs sort of like in the side of the jean. Like you can't tell if he's got some sort of pocket mechanism or if it's that big that it's just hanging over to the side, right? 
And Diane's horny. Okay. She doesn't, she had a vibrator and she got rid of it because she felt bad. She's like, what if the kid finds it all? What if they're hanging out here and they did to find some sort of sex toy? I, I, don't, I don't need that in my life. I'm going to get rid of all this stuff. So she hasn't come in months, dude. I'm talking six, seven months. And all of a sudden this big hunk of meat sits next to her. And she's, she's drunk. Okay. He's had a couple in them. He's starting to feel himself. He's talking her up, telling her all this different shit. She wants to hear, uh, you know, you're looking, I, you look 30, honestly. Right. Takes her home, bangs her out. No condom. Cause there's been four white wines involved. Comes right in her. Okay. Come, come That's what he sounds like when he comes and she likes that. And he leaves the next morning. She wakes up hungover. She's like late for work, but she's, you know, she's the one at work that everybody depends on. So she can just lie to her boss and he'll believe it. So she's not too concerned about that. But then she notices some drip drip by push put. And she goes, Oh my fucking God. Oh my God. We didn't wear a con. Oh my God. He didn't wear a condom. Oh fuck. Oh my God. He came inside of me. And then all of a sudden she misses her period and you live in Alabama. Okay. <laughs> Diane has to be able to go take care of that. And what's completely fucked is the fact that there's not a government program, say, from the states who want, uh, you know, to legalize abortion to go, hey, look, we'll help you get over here. Uh, We'll give you a stipend and we will pay your employers to give you paid time off. We will just, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have you, we'll have you. Uh, come on over to Los Angeles, where, you know, wherever the fuck, I guess a blue state over there would be what? Uh, fucking man, the closest one, if you're in Alabama, I think Ben Petrick, friend of the show was just telling me that Georgia flipped blue. So, I mean, you could just go right over there and um, they should be the ones paying for that saying, Hey, we, we advocate for safe abortions. We're the ones that are going to make this legal and safe because it's the right fucking thing to do. Let's get you over here before it's six months and you start like wanting to name, like start having other, other thoughts, even though you're broke as shit and already can't afford the first kid, you know, like our country has been selling legal heroin, uh, basically since the beginning. Don't tell me we don't have the fucking money to do it. Uh, don't tell me that, that, that there's anything that should be against trying to do that. As soon as you are pregnant, you should you should, I don't think, I don't think you should be able to take it to six months before you decide, because it starts to, it starts to look like a humanoid. It starts to look like a poorly drawn YouTube sketch, which is kind of cute. It starts to look like a, like a, a smiling friends character. The new, uh, that's a, oh, I should have mentioned that one. That's a callback to earlier. It, uh, cancel everything. If you're, if you're high right now, I don't even care if you stop listening to the show, go put on smiling friends. That show is so good. It cured my depression. I swear to fuck. Um, anyway, um, all I'm saying is that if we want it to be safe and legal and we want states to have their rights, which is just how America works, we want safe and legal shit. And we want states to be able to decide those states that are going to legalize it absolutely have the money and resources because we're a country that again, um, um, puts families into debt when the father has cancer. Uh, we have the money in our healthcare system to do it. So it's upsetting that we don't. And you could say that about abortion. You could say that about fucking everything, right? Um, this is just one where it, it blows my mind that there's not a way around this.
It's always something, man. Yeah, yeah. Markel, when Markel gets really tired, it sounds like I'm uh, talking to people back in Pittsburgh. Like when I would get, I would just get <laughs> drunk on my cousin's per- porch and like maybe have some sort of psychedelic in me, and I'll be like, and that's, dude, and that's part of the reason. Like I, I, there's part of the reason I think we might be in hell. You know what I mean? And so, and some guy whose nickname is like Big Thud will just go, that's some heavy shit, bro. Hey, yo, you you said you got some twisted teas left? All right, all right, all right, all right. I'm going to go to Sheets. All right, all right, all right. I'm going to go to Sheets. I'll be right back. All right. Uh, I miss those motherfuckers. It's disgusting how much it takes to get a plane ticket over to uh, an undesirable part of the country. Um, let's see. Did we have anything else on the topic list, Markel? Um, let's see here. I think we might have got to everything there, I think. I think we got to everything you wanted to get to. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, so just, just I mean, just to... Uh, I don't know what, how much time we're at here. I don't think, uh, let's, let's do one more thing here. Let's do one more thing here. I got a part-time job. I was telling you about that earlier. Um, I am a, uh, a part-time recess monitor. Did it for one day. Um, just fun as fuck. Wish it didn't pay almost minimum wage, but it's a part-time. Guys, 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 guys. You're listening to a man who makes $41,000 a year. All right. And my free time, it's all right to volunteer. And if I get a little scratch on the side, that's fine. Uh, anyway, it is a very low-paying job, but it, it was so much fun. Basically, uh, you just stand out there and encourage quiet kids to play dodgeball and shit like that. I really had a blast. Um, I did I did get bullied by a child, which was... I, I really debated bringing this up because of how embarrassing it was. And uh, I, I would like to hear your thoughts on it. So... I think I told, I think I might've told you about it earlier, but just to rehash on the show again, it started off my first hour I was there was with the kindergartners. Right. And they, they do, they, they straight up will just walk up to you and go, Hey, my name is Brian. My favorite animal is a lion just because of the way they roar. I think it's really cool. And you'll be like, sweet, Brian, like you, uh, go, you know, go play dodgeball, man. Good luck. And it's the best, you know? Um, the next grade that got out there to, to do recess, which I'm not even sure why they're doing recess at this age was the sixth graders. Right. And I didn't realize that at first, cause they're all kids. They all look like they're the same fucking age, I guess. Um, and you, you walk down there, I walk down there and I'm like, Hey guys, playing some kickball, playing some kickball. And I start to notice, I'm like, Oh my God, dude, I look like I could be one of these kids. This is ridiculous. I mean, is it like, there are some people in the world that you can just tell they were a premature baby. And I think I'm one of them. Uh, I was just walking around like a child amongst children here. Uh, and this one kid comes up and he goes, who are you? And I go, I'm the, I'm the new recess monitor. What's up guys. I, you know, what's going on. And this other kid goes, I think this guy hopped the fence. (laughs) I'm just, now I'm surrounded by sixth graders who are like, look at this fag. And I just said, all right, all right, guys, uh, you know, enjoy uh, enjoy your kickball game. Uh, You know, just have fun. I'm going to go, I'm going to go hang out and get a juice box or something. It really, it really did bring me back to the days like uh, of, of being unincluded. Um, 
anyway, kids going through puberty are fucking dickheads. The rest of the day was, was so much fun um, until I had to go to the next school. Now, at the next school, uh, I went from all, you know, you know, hanging out with uh, all female monitors, like, you know, moms who are doing that as a part-time job, get a little extra paycheck. And they don't know, dude, they're standing there talking about Facebook the entire time. They don't know what's, what's going on. I'm on the front lines. The next school I go to was not a private school. First one was in Scottsdale. Second one I go to is in Phoenix, which was a little, little bit rougher. I almost died three times on my way there. Public service announcement again. Um, if you are going to ride a bike in Phoenix, you, you better be, I mean, dude, you, you better be on speed or something. What was that thing you could take and file out for? You would inject it into your thigh and it would make you go, and then you would just all of a sudden be hyper-focused and way too fast for all of your, uh, all the enemies and shit. If you're going to bike around in Phoenix, you need to inject one of those directly into your leg, man. These people are actively trying to hit you. I made contact. I made eye contact with a man straight up, looked him in the eye. Like we had a moment and I was like, you're going to let me, you know, they go, thank you, sir. I had, I do have the right of way, but I appreciate it, sir. And this man looks me in the eye, looks away and drives forward, barely <laughs> misses my wheel. I black out uh, from anger, smack the front of his car. And, you know, one thing that really sucks about being white, Markel, I know that as a black man, like your race was uh, oppressed and enslaved and, uh, you know, uh, falsely accused and put in prison and things like that. But as a white man, when you're very angry and you always have to sound like you're about to cry, that's not fair. That's not fair. Like when I get very mad, I start going, like, what, what the fuck, man? Like, you know, I, I sound like uh, Jesse Pinkman watching his girlfriend die <laughs> at the end of Breaking Bad. <sighs> Spoiler alert. If you haven't, come on, guys. The show ended in 2013. That's a decade ago. Suck my dick. Um, anyway, anyway, the re rest of the day, uh, I was at a, a school in Phoenix, which uh, you really get to see their disregard for life on the way there. A little bit of a rougher school. I was shocked at the, at the difference in the kids between the first place and this place. Markel, I don't know. We talked about it a little bit earlier. I don't know if you remember as a kid ever disobeying a teacher or a gym teacher, but least of all a coach. Dude, when I was a kid, that was the ultimate respect. Like you were like, man, this guy is making a living out of fucking uh, being able to come here and coach middle school, lacrosse, football, whatever. Like, that's pretty dope, right? And none of these kids have met me before. I'm not saying they should give me any respect. The guy I was working with had coached a lot of them in different sports, and he does the after-school program. There were, dude, there were people, he'd be like, all right, now you go over there. And they would just straight up ignore, ignore this guy. This is a grown black man. Like, I, I, I'm not saying it has anything to do with race, but like, I could see you disrespecting me and being like, who, who, who's this fucking eighth grader, you know, right? Like, I don't, I, I don't, this other dude looked like Michi Darko. He's wearing sunglasses that I swear to God had to be $19,000. And he would be telling the kids what to do to go play their game. And they would just straight up ignore him. So eventually the guy starts telling them, all right, all right you know what? All the girls, you guys can go have free time. You go, you go play. And it's a black man. I just, I can't help impersonating a black person without doing a black voice, unless it's Markel. 
Uh, you, all, all you, all you ladies, go play on the playground. Boys, we gonna run. Get going. And he has him start running around this baseball field. Dude, it's 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 ninety five degrees out here, Phoenix, the hottest hottest spot of Arizona. Just, the sun is beating down. None of these kids brought any water, and the sun is just beating down on them, and they're running laps, and like three kids start crying. Uh, uh, somewhere around seven seven to ten of them just start walking instead of running. I they put this man in a position where he had no choice. Like he he had to go hard as fuck. And I was like, I don't even know what you do in this situation because it's not, it ain't 2009 no more in the great, in the words of the uh, great late Mac Miller. Like you, you cannot uh, even yell at a kid. I, this guy did not yell at a kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, he was just basically at the whole group going, all right, you guys are going to run. And these, these little kids are starting to like, you know, they're nine and 10. Some of these boys are starting to cry because they have to run. Others of them are just walking. And he had no choice. He made them walk for the remaining 15 minutes of the after-school session in a circle, <laughs> in direct, like with the sun beating down. This is at like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. These kids are frying alive. And uh, other kids are like trying to run and shit to try and prove that they were working hard. And he goes, that's all right. That's all right. You go ahead, you walk, you walk, you earn this, you earn this. And I was like, damn, dude, that's some no nonsense shit right there. I loved it. Um, Markel, do you think you could ever, uh, do you think you could ever handle being a recess monitor? It's a good question. In today's age? Now you are a yeah. black man in your twenties, which apparently is a uh, automatically qualifies you. I, I don't. I'm not saying it was weird or that there was anything uh, that that bothered me about anybody that I worked with that day, but when you think of recess monitor, you definitely like the 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 ladies that worked for the school. They were all white ladies in like their forties, right? And then the first guy I worked with, just just uh, young black dude, and then the next two dudes I worked with were young black dudes. I. I never really uh, pictured that for like a for recess monitor. You know what I mean? Yeah, I always pictured just like some old lady. <laughs> yeah, like back yeah, to like Isu. <laughs> and that's just that's ignorance because that's exactly what we grew up with. One time, oh man, this is one of the worst things I ever did. I don't think I ever told my mom this just because she'd be so upset. So my mom used to do book club right in her in her neighborhood, and um, she would host it like once I don't know once every three months or some shit like that. And there was a lady that lived in our neighborhood who's also a recess monitor at, at Lakeville. And one time I was all the way out in those soccer fields. Remember how far they were from the playgrounds and shit like that? Yeah. And I hear the, I hear the whistle all the way out in the distance, right? And I was just a little kid. Like, I wasn't even swearing back then. I just went, oh, shit, like that, you know? Because I knew I, I might get stuck outside. And they got pissed as fuck about that back in the day. I'm sure they still do now. But um, anyway, I, the recess monitor, she, for whatever reason, had to go down to the soccer fields and she was right next to me when I said it. And she goes <gasps> like that, you know? And if you're, a, if you're a white suburban kid, hearing a Karen go <gasps> is basically like, it feels like you have a loaded gun pointed at your forehead. And uh, I panicked and she goes, where did you hear that? And 
I feel like I even knew that she was in the, in the book club. And I just go, uh, my mom said it. And I ran away <laughs> and I ran away. And I remember seeing her at the next book club and being like, holy fuck. She's going to tell her dude. Holy fuck. The life's <laughs> over. Um, we're running out of time here. This was a, this is a good, good, decent, long episode, Markel. Um, I thank you, man. Thank you for doing these, uh, 3 a.m. tweaker shows with me. Uh, yeah, of course. No problem. Um, right before we go here, I want to shout out, uh, first, first sponsor of the podcast, first sponsor of the podcast, respect the greats clothing. You can go to respectthegreats.com. And you get yourself a beautiful pair of shorts right now for just $23. That includes the price of shipping in that $23. I got them on right now, dude. These are the best shorts I own. I'm not even bullshitting right now. I'm doing this for a friend. and He's got, got some shorts out of it. But you know what? I'm telling you, go check it out. These things are comfortable as fuck. Um, on that note, I think we'll wrap up this episode. Markel, did you want to get the last word here? What, what do you want to leave the people with? Um, I ain't got nothing. What What do you want to leave them with? I think Treyarch should make that game anyway. Good night, everybody. Have a good fucking day, man. <laughs>